Hey, what's up everybody? It's your girl V and I am back yet again with another episode of Love V Talks. Before we get started, please do not forget to follow your girl on Instagram and Twitter at Love V Talks. And if you are on Facebook, please request to be a member of my private Facebook group. Also, before I get started, you already know, I always like to give thanks to those who give me positive feedback, constructive criticism. Um, I've I just thank you so much for all the love and support you guys have given me. So, I have a special guest, my lovely friend, who is here to give us some really helpful information on just being healthy, having a healthier lifestyle, and I really think that we will all benefit from it. So, go ahead, introduce yourself. All right, thank you. Hey, y'all, my name is Sosa Osagade, aka Melanin Poppin RDN on Instagram. Um, I'm a registered dietitian. Um, I have a master's in public health and I'm excited to be here. Okay. 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 So I guess I'm just going to start off with some basic questions. Like where are you okay. from? So I am born in Chicago, Illinois, raised in Dallas, Texas, more specifically Mesquite, Texas. Um, I didn't know you were mm-hmm. raised in Mesquite. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm. That's where I'm from. Oh, but now my parents moved, and now we don't be in Mesquite anymore. So it's like, okay. oh, sucks. Okay. <laughs> so, what made you want to become a registered dietitian? That's such a good question because a lot of Black people actually don't know what dietitians are. So people are like, okay, so I how definitely did you? Didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, funny story. My mom noticed like I was reading a whole bunch of like cookbooks and books, even with like certain foods, looking at their nutrients, how they affect the body. And I just always thought that was so interesting, but I'm like, okay, so how do I place this interest in a career? Because we had no idea, like, okay, chef, mm, not really, right. you know, can't really place that there. But my mom, she's a registered nurse, and one day she came home, she was working med surge at the time, <clears throat> and she was like, okay, there, I think I have a career for you. There are these white, tiny women who walk around the hospital, who go into people's rooms, and give them advice on their diet. I think you should look into that career, so boom your girl's a dietitian today because of that but i mean you know after the six years of school endless studying uh microaggressions all the money gouging then i became a dietitian okay okay (laughs) so if you had to describe like your journey to become a, a registered dietitian how was it like was the program intensive because I kind of noticed, mm-hmm. I was looking up some programs because I really didn't know a whole lot about the field. Mm. So I was trying to look up some programs, okay. and I noticed that a lot of colleges do not have registered mm-hmm. dietitian, mm. unless it's called something else. So it's called, uh, it's a, ma- not master's, it's a bachelor's of science in nutrition with okay. an emphasis of, in dietetics. Oh, so it's more so like a, a, spe- a specific realm, I guess, mm-hmm. or a specific as far as like nutrition like if you wanted to go on nutrition okay i didn't know that right i didn't know that i thought it was more of like okay like um if you wanted to go into um like nursing is called nursing yeah yeah no that makes sense that makes sense Mm -hmm. okay well that makes sense why i didn't find exactly because i'm like dang it must be really rare okay hold on i don't know what i'm talking about okay there are so with the schools um just like you know all the other scientific um disciplines like nursing or medical students or physical therapists all that um they the school has to be certified to give those degrees out so 
Uh, I don't know how many schools in the country. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that there's a nice variety of schools mm-hmm. that do that are able to, you know, give students a nutrition bachelor's with an emphasis in dietetics specifically. Right. Because there is a registration process to become a dietitian. Um, but yeah, I mean, even at my school, there was a bachelor's in nutrition, but there was there's an emphasis in business. There's an emphasis in food science, nutritional science. Another one, too. I'm, like, blanking on it. But then there's also dietetics, which I went through. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Because one of my friends, she actually went and got her degree in, her bachelor's in nutrition. And then she ended up going to nursing school. Which I guess mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. they pretty much go together. They do. They, they can, I would say they, they can definitely go together. Mm-hmm. I will say a lot of nutrition students, and I even have some... Um, friends that are nurses they only took one nutrition class and it was intro to nutrition mm. um but I, that'd be very interesting to have a nurse that has a bachelor's in nutrition like background that can be really helpful when talking to her patients so right right okay mm-hmm. so pretty much okay i think you already answered this question mm-hmm. but i want to clarify mm-hmm. so you actually have to have a master's in order to so right now you don't you have to okay. have your bachelor's uh, I my master's was my decision I got into a program or internship because we all have to go through an internship I got into an internship that was coupled with the master's and I could either I could have either picked nutrition again to get, get my master's in but I don't want to do that I picked public health because that I didn't want both my master's and bachelor's to be nutrition and I actually prefer public health anyways um, over doing a nutrition thing again that was very stressful like you said it, it is actually a very grueling process um but no it's not required yet i think they will make it required soon okay which i personally do not like but here we are okay okay mm-hmm. so since becoming a registered dietitian what is one of the <laughs> biggest question do you call them like your clients your patients what is like one of the biggest questions people yeah. ask you so I call them all. It could be client. It could be patient is usually in the hospital or some type of in clinic mm-hmm. setting. So I don't really work. I don't work in that setting anymore. So it's usually a client or my full time job. We call them members. So it's members, clients, usually those two. Um, but the biggest question, like the most like question I get a lot. <laughs> Probably I <guess>. a lot. <laughs> That's hard. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. This it's always diet related you would think okay you're a dietitian but no like like dieting like keto paleo uh intermittent fasting all those things it's always that related and i and i have to be patient with people because i know diet isn't the word dietitian but when i think of diet i'm thinking holistically i'm thinking about your access to food i'm thinking about your metabolism um i'm thinking about what gives you what food gives you joy and a lot of people just have this very narrow thinking about food and it's like okay what can I do to get the fastest results and and be the sexiest one on the blog it's like (laughs) I'm just like no it's so much deeper than that so much deeper than that and I'm actually the biggest thing I'm actually thinking more about on top of just what you're eating is your relationship with food and people are like mind blown when they start talking to me they're like okay I did not realize I had this messed up view with my relationship with food mm-hmm. so yeah I, can I know that was a lot no but... <laughs> I, I, you answered my question so for me I am not gonna lie okay, okay. I've always 
I used to always have an addiction to food, mm-hmm. but I feel like that was pretty much related to how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I didn't like something, my parents would make me eat it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, and I always associated, like, like my relationship with food. Like, I always thought, even if I really wasn't hungry, I always thought that I had to eat until I felt really full. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, even if I didn't want to, mm-hmm. I guess that was just a relationship that I had with food. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know a whole lot about eating healthy. Um, all I knew is that eating healthy was disgusting. That's what a lot of people That's think. all I knew. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anything about it. Just put it in my mind that, you know. But yeah. now that I got older and became more independent and learned about my relationship with food, it's so much more complex than it. So it's much crazy. more. So much more. And a lot of people think healthy eating is nasty and like you said um a lot of people don't realize how they grew up plays a huge part in how mm-hmm. they view food i mean i do get it like my mom you can't leave the plate until your you know you can't use, leave the table until your plate is clean like type of mentality and it's like at that point you're starting to override your natural ability to sense when you're full to sense when you're hungry honor those cues and again with diet culture it tells you to totally forget those cues and eat until you're kind of satisfied and the food is nasty. So you can't really fully be satisfied. Right. It's this whole thing. Like, it's right. crazy. Right. Okay. So, I know we touched a little bit on, like, diet fads. So, let's say I'm one of your clients and mm-hmm. I say, girl, mm-hmm. I'm... Look, keto is it. I know I've been trying to lose weight for a while, but I'm telling you, keto, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm skinny after this, okay? Oh, <laughs> that's tough. See, this is where my patience has to come in because it's like, that's, I mean, so what would I say to her? Or, right. Okay. <laughs> if I came to you and I'm like, look, I found the diet for me. I'm about to be skinny. <clears throat> Just give me a couple weeks. I, keto is it. What would you tell me? I would ask a couple questions. Um, one, if you are set on keto, um, why? I, for, and I'll ask, like, how, have you done this? Have you done a diet? Have you done a diet like this in the past? And let me know why it didn't work. Um, I'll also ask, are you happy when you're eating? A lot of people, I mean, no, will say no. They don't really like the food. Um, and they'll say, I just feel like I'm like obsessive like craving carbs and it's like you're not obsessive you're not eating them and your body needs them so that's yeah. why so it's just like a lot just a lot of i just ask a lot of questions about do they feel nourished do they feel satisfied are they happy with their food using terms that a lot of people try to stray away from because it's only about being skinny and it's right. only about nourishment yes i get it. i'm a dietitian yes it is about being nourished right but you cannot be fully nourished really mentally and physically if you don't enjoy your food mm-hmm. if you don't enjoy what you're doing all for the sake of getting skinny quickly and i tell people nine times out of ten you will gain it back with extra pounds yeah yeah so i did keto one time oh snap that scenario was you yeah <laughs> um first of all i've always been a lover of carbs Although the weight did come off very quickly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need my carbs. Like, I exactly. love potatoes, french fries, anything potato starch. I need it. Mm-hmm. So, when I decided to not be keto, like, do the keto diet, it was a wrap. Because, like, it came back anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like, All of it. Well, literally. <laughs> like, yes. And 
And then I just want people again going to this language of I feel like I'm obsessed with keto, or not keto with um starches or and it's like no I'm telling you your body actually out of everything you eat in the day fifty percent of it should be from carbohydrates doesn't mean fifty percent from starches because carbohydrates are your fruits vegetables um, dairy products and starches so mm-hmm. you have different categories within um, within carbohydrates. So they all matter. All those categories matter within carbohydrates, and they should be included in your diet. Right. But and when people are not including it, that is literally when they feel out of control. Right. When they're trying to control so much. Right. It's it's ironic. Right. <laughs> so this is a little bit kind of off topic, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love watching my six hundred pound life. Did okay. And <laughs> and I noticed like people uh, um a lot of the people on the show. Mm-hmm. It's like they, a majority of them, their relationship with food became bad oh from the my jump. God, from the jump, yes. And it's like they were never able to, you know, get a hold on that addiction. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, like, is it mainly, because I notice a lot of them, like, if they don't go to the psychiatrist or go to a therapist when the doctor um, tells them to, mm-hmm. like, you know, refers them, it's like, is is it really like an I don't know how to word this question yeah. but it's like a relationship between like your emotional or mental well-being and your relationship with food that important to where like if you don't take care of that part like you get what I'm saying no yeah yeah you like you like you can't skip over that yeah. if you're trying to lose weight or you can't skip it over your relationship with food or what's happening mentally or psychologically if you know you don't deal with that you will not be healthy like it's just healthy is not just about what you choose to put in your mouth. It's really everything. How you're stressing. How wh- what do you cope with? A lot of people coping mechanisms is it is food. Right. Um. You know, some people is sex. Some people. I mean, it just everybody's different. But food is food actually triggers like a dopamine response in your in your brain. That is a feel good response. You feel really good. A lot of people say food makes it feel good. Nobody's the food ain't talking back to them like. It's just there to make you feel good. Right. Um, so those people, unfortunately, and even sometimes in the black community or communities of color, a lot of people will self-soothe and like their kids or whoever with food instead mm-hmm. of like really sitting down and thinking about what emotionally they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're like, oh, just come, just come eat. We get, we got you whatever. And it's like, but they were sad because something happened at school, but you know, just skirt over it right. with food. And that's where that, that um, connection within their mind comes from, okay, if I want to feel good, food, because this is what I've been taught for so long. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, those, I, I, I do like watching that show, but it's it's 99.9% of the time is something psychologically, some Literally. trauma happened. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And then it's unfortunate how that show shows you that, but some people will still look at them and be like, mm, it's the willpower. They don't have willpower. They're Literally. And it's like, no. That is so true. Or the, like, sometimes, because I watch that show on YouTube, mm-hmm. and sometimes I read the comments, and some people on there, they're like, well, that was my mama. Um, I would just feed her salad. Well, first of all, once she get enough weight off her, all she gonna do is walk to the kitchen. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> all you doing her is letting her lose enough weight exactly. so she can get the food herself. And that's like, just not how, again, people are thinking, <laughs> People get on my nerves because it's like <laughs> you have never been in that scenario. For How real. can you say? I, 
No, if my mom was hurting and I'm looking at her, it's going to be very difficult for me exactly. to tell her no. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. So, I mean, while they're, while the children, depending on, you know, because they are being fed by somebody, they're most definitely being, um, what's it, inhibitory? No, what's that word? Where they're... Enabling? Enabling, yes. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. enabling, but... It's not from a place of they don't care about that person. It's just like it's hard for them. They they've also picked up on certain behaviors too. Yeah. In the process. Yeah. It affects everybody. Literally. So yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting show. I like that show. I mean, it's sad because some of them. Um, I know we got off topic a little bit, but whatever. But like, um, I even like the ones where you know the person tried to lose weight they might have lost a little weight but then they end up getting twice the weight back that happens then they end up passing away and it's mm. like dang like you died 700 pounds and you know it's it's just really sad a lot Very of them aren't even able to get their life together mm-hmm. so it's sad and then and the thing is and so many people look at that stuff uh, and you know be like that could never be me and I'm just like it could be you mm-hmm it could be you don't have to be that extreme 700 pounds or whatever you know there's some, some that be a ton yeah you don't have to be that big but their dysfunction could be you right their relationship it could be you too i mean mm-hmm. it could be you still like that's true not just don't everybody's so focused on what the body size look like their mind could be yours their heart could be yours like so yeah that's facts <laughs> So, if somebody, one of your clients came to you right now, a first-time client, and they came to you, and they don't even know where to start, Mm -hmm. what would be some of the, like, the first pieces of advice or, like, the first steps you would tell them to take in order to start living a better lifestyle? Well, that's really... I would, and get a lot of people would be like, okay, what do I need to do? And they're thinking, I'm going to say something food-related, I'm going to say something, like... Uh, you know switch all your carbs to whole grains is not I'm probably gonna say I need you to get a journal journal every day and we're gonna you're gonna start hashing out what your relationship with food looks like currently people are like "Mm -hmm." so how am I supposed to do that so um, (laughs) whenever you eat I usually tell people I want you to write down how you're feeling during this meal like where how hungry you were before you started eating how how full you got after you're done eating what did you tell yourself? Did you tell yourself you're good for eating this meal? Did you tell yourself you're bad for doing this? Mm-hmm. Did you look at this and like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this? Like, what are the verbiage? What language do you have around your food? Um, because that right there will let you know if you're having a healthy relationship. If you're using bad, good, associating like your mor- morality with mm-hmm. your food, it's not healthy. Um, so I definitely start start by journaling. Um, and then also clean up social media, clean up your social media, clean up, you know, you're following influencers that, you know, got BBLs and now selling like tummy teas, like Mm -hmm. that's fake. Unfollow them because they're perpetuating this idea of this body ideal that is unattainable for many of us. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just going to continue to hurt your relationship with food, even though you might be trying so hard to repair it. You have to clean up your social media and then start following people who um, are anti-diet, who really care about your mental health, not just about the food you're eating. And, you know, look at some dietitians. So I'm just put that in there. A lot of people 
are not following. They're following people who talk about nutrition, who have no nutrition background whatsoever. Right. Um, are demonizing nutrition, like making you feel bad if you're not doing X, Y, Z. Like that's not helpful for anyone. Right. Um, so that would be my, my tidbits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So pretty much just getting to the root of the problem mm-hmm. and not like a quick fix of switch this right. to this or exactly. you know, more veggies. You know. Exactly. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I definitely would like to analyze someone's diet at one point at some point during the journey but we gotta think about what's going on mentally because we cannot like in my, like in my program for my ladies that's about to start the foundation is mindset i mean we cannot change not one thing about what's on your plate or your outcomes if we're not changing your mind first right so that's the same thing with you know if someone is wanting to change their relationship with food or reach a certain goal because they've been going on and off diets and they like mm-hmm. stick a dieting but they do want to lose a couple of a couple of pounds or a few pounds gotta think about what's going on mentally like yeah. you can't keep trying to get the same goal with the same mindset it's just gonna end you up in the same place right okay mm-hmm. it's a good start so what what are your career goals right now like what are your goals at least for the next couple of years. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh, my business coach should be like. I mean, I know you got a lot going on though. I do. So I, yeah, I, 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 it's so hard. So <laughs> oh my gosh, I obviously have financial goals. Um, of course, you know, <laughs> but um, no, I'm like I don't. It's really hard. I'm still trying to figure that out, honestly, because we live in a world of numbers. Like, oh, I want to have this many social media followers, mm-hmm. but I do understand social media followers doesn't necessarily equal, you know, inv- paid customers. Oh, so yeah. I've stopped, you know, focusing so much on the followers. So I think my goal for the next, uh, for let's say for this time next year. Um, is to have my program be evergreen and what that means is always open right now it's not always open like I just closed it closed it and it's gonna be the three-month program for these ladies but I want to get to the point where it's always open so maybe recording my content so when people come in they can start their modules by themselves but still have that one-on-one time with me but that's just like more like business related I mean I don't I'm just trying to I don't know if that was you were talking about business related yeah, goals, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, making sure. Um, I definitely still want to be with a lot of people. Say, okay, what if you get, you know, big enough where you you don't have to have your full time job? I actually do want to keep my full time job. I like working my full time job, so uh, I definitely want people to normalize. You can be an entrepreneur but still have a full time job. You can. So, <laughs> yeah, true. So I definitely want to be doing both because I have um, some a shit ton of student loans okay and my own my side job (laughs) exactly i want my side job to be able to like just fund that get rid of that so that's really like my goal there so y'all she i swear she has like the best i don't even know how she does you do it because (laughs) i don't know if it's just because i'm lazy when it comes to the social media thing oh but your videos they're informative, but they're funny and yeah. creative. You should go into acting. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Thanks. Uh, I tell you, sometimes I just be like, I mean, I love that you said that because it's affirming for me because 
as like, I just tell people, clean up your social media because I keep saying because, but anyways, it really affects how you view yourself. Yeah. Since I am in business, I normally, I'm an introvert. I would, people be like, oh, you doing so good on social media. You look like you're having fun. I mean, it's cool, but it's my business. Right. Like I, I have to put in what I want out of it. Um, so I'm looking at other people doing so good. I'm just like, dang, they really pushing these goddamn reels, like pushing these dang posts every. So I'm just like, I, and I'm like, damn, I wish I could be like them. But it's like, no, 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 no. I tell people, you are on your own path. So I'm like, yes. Sosa, mirror, you are on your own path. For real. So, but no, thank you for that. Um, just try to be be my own consistent. You know, I don't have to be. And I tell people, you don't have to be their consistent. You can be your own consistent. We mm-hmm. can find what's consistent for you. Um, consistent doesn't mean post every day. Consistent can mean you post be me. twice a week. <laughs> right. You post three times a week and consistently for you. Mm-hmm. It was just one video. I watched it over and over again. <laughs> it was just so funny to me because it, it kind of goes back to your career. Like, I think it was either Christmas or Thanksgiving. Mm. But you were eating... Thanksgiving dinner and people like, oh, the dietitian, she wanna eat. Uh, I'm like, dang, she can't even enjoy a meal. Can't even enjoy a meal, bro. <laughs> but that's how people are, though. Yes, they think you dieting. Like, you're not. It's it's a it's a long term thing. It's not one damn meal. Yes, it's a whole thing. Yes, and I, that's another thing. If, um, with the um the going back to the question where you said where do people where where can people start if they're trying to correct their relationship with food or um be on a healthy path with food. If you think that um, one meal is make it or break it to your health, you have an unhealthy relationship. Because that's just not how it works. Oh, so you just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it or break it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're just telling each other about each other. Okay, that's cool. Not real. <laughs> I will say it needs improvement. I would definitely say that. Because, I mean, a lot of people, that re- that real specifically you just mentioned is so true. A lot of people would be like, oh, it's so sad. I'm like, what? Miss Diet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be healthy. So why do you think this is not healthy? Let's talk about it. Right. Because it's ribs. Like, I mean, I'm telling you. And I mean, oh my gosh, it really sucks for some people because... They're so, I mean, I mean, and then we already live in a society where, you know, black people food is seen as unhealthy and it's seen as unhealthy to our own, like ourselves, our people. We're just continuing the cycle of thinking diet culture is telling us that our cultural food is unhealthy, but then we're also perpetuating it within our own community that's unhealthy. And it's like, bro, we're never going to get up this cycle if we keep doing this. That's true. That's true. So... So, how do you? Oh, I know you have an ebook. Oh yeah. So, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Like mm-hmm. what it is? You know, yeah. just talk a little bit about it. So the ebook is like my foundation. It's my foundation to get people started on a certain path if they are interested in trying to figure out what real nutrition means. My ebook is for you specifically, <clears throat> and of course, I'm talking about mindset on there. Um, there's the first section of the book is a whole bunch of like self-reflection questions for you to write in. Um, and then I go into nutrition 101. So really talking about carbs, um, protein and fat, what, what that means 
for you specifically, not just it. A lot of people are like, oh, macros, macros. They're like, okay, people don't know why macros exist sometimes or how to match them or combine them. So I do talk about that in the in the ebook. Um, and then there's also a section for cooking specifically. A lot of people think bland is healthy and it's like, no, no. I did for a long time. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. And it's like, I have a whole section in the back where, um, well, like the last two sections where I just have a whole bunch of seasonings and herbs and all these things that taste good on certain meats and produce. Um, so that's something a lot of people get a lot of joy out of that part specifically because they've been talking so long. It's like, Oh, the chicken gotta have only a little bit of salt and peppers, like right. No, right. Mhm. Mhm. But yeah, right now it's it's twenty five dollars for that ebook, and um, yeah. So if people are interested, I just say DM me, and I'll send you, you know, the PayPal in- PayPal invoice or something like that, um, and I'll give it to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any like closing remarks or anything important that you think the listeners should know? Um, let's see. I would probably say start today. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, start today with improving your relationship with food. Um, It's not a diet when you improve your relationship with food. It's not something you fall off the wagon. It's not something where, you know, oh, my relationship is not food. My, My relationship with food is bad because I started thinking about dieting again. No, so it's it's okay it's going to happen right. you know that you might feel like you're going back in the direction where you're trying to go you know, get away from but that's just life especially right. when you've been so used to and comfortable with a certain mentality when it comes to food so i say give yourself grace on that path of trying to improve your relationship with food and your body honestly your relationship with food and your body is like mirrors they mirror each other usually if your relationship with food is poor your relationship with your body might not be that good either so right. it really is like a a whole body healing kind of experience so take your time have grace if you want accountability i also have a facebook group um it's weight loss and food freedom um you can find me on there again weight loss and food freedom and we basically an accountability group for people who are trying to pull away from diet culture um, and really truly understand what it means to have food freedom uh in the thick of it all because you weight loss journey is not supposed to be bland it's not supposed to be grueling and hard mm-hmm. like you you can enjoy your weight loss journey as well so uh, that's the space for that um yeah i'll just leave it there what about your other social media platforms i don't know if you oh yeah the information earlier. i uh, yeah i said i'm melanin popping rdn but again follow me on instagram uh, again this is a platform made by and for black women of course other women you can definitely feel fed from my material as well but i do want to make sure i am centering it around the experience of black women it is melanin underscore poppin rdn and rdn just means registered dietitian nutritionist but melanin underscore poppin rdn okay well i appreciate you i feel like you share some really helpful information for listeners because I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm doing better, yeah. but, like, my relationship with food, I'm just going to be honest, like, yes. it ain't, it's not all that great, but I noticed, like, within the past couple of years, like, when I look at old photos of myself and I look at myself now, I'm like, dang, like, I do look like a different person because mm-hmm. I just incorporated smaller, making better decisions, not even just with food, but just wanting to live a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
certain exercises. I just thought I was being lazy, but then I realized like I fit better with doing yoga. Mm. I love yoga because it, it helps your mental health as well. Girl, that is so good. Look, we look. <laughs> Maybe keep talking. <laughs> we can. I'm t- like, look. I'll say real quick. <laughs> that is so. What you just said was so good because people punish themselves with fitness, and it's supposed to be enjoyable movement. Uh, if you don't like it, then maybe you haven't found something that's, that's mm-hmm. good for you. And you found yoga. Even though it's not this grueling hard, like, people think you got to be sweating to get a good workout mm-hmm. in. That's not the case. Yoga, honestly, makes my muscles burn, too. Especially when you're holding positions long. So, yoga ain't no joke. I don't really care what nobody not. says. <laughs> it's really not. Pilates, yoga, none of them. I'm like, I mean, just like little tent. I mean, it's really good, actually. It's very good for strengthening, but... Mm-hmm. But I digress. I, I like that you said you found something and you vibe with that. And now you do it consistently because you like it. Literally all the time. All the mm-hmm. time. I used to try to force myself. Like, I love lifting too. But, like, sometimes lifting can be kind of hard on your body. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, instead of just sitting at home, what can I do? Sometimes if I don't go to ch- go to the gym, I don't beat myself up. Because I'll literally wake up in the morning and I would just stretch, stretch for 10 minutes. You're engaging your body mm-hmm. in some way. And I don't feel bad about it. Good. <laughs> I'm doing something. Good. And I keep I'm it moving. T- girl, I'm t- that's all I'm telling people. Okay, let's enjoy for movement. Joy for movement. What movement do you like? You know, some people like the, because I sometimes do like the burn of lifting weights. So, but I do like slowing down, doing a little something that's um, not as grueling on my mm-hmm. body. So, yeah. But that's good. <laughs> I'm, trying, good. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. I do, um... There's this yoga class that I do. It's like hot yoga. Mm -hmm. That's really... I I try to do it every Saturday morning. And oh my gosh, it's so intense. But it feels so good because it feels like it's it's great for your mind too. Definitely. So. Oh wow, that's really good. Is it here in Dallas area? Um, well, since I moved to North Dallas, I haven't been. Okay. I actually found a different one, but they're a little bit more expensive. Mm, of course, in this area. Girl, the, the membership... I forgot the name of the place. I don't want to put them out there, but um, it was like three hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yes, I know, I know. And it was only six, seven, eight sessions a month. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got me messed up. And, but the the place that I was going, because you know I was in Desoto for a while. Right. That place, um, she did hot yoga classes, and it was ten dollars per session. So I was just paying the session every time I went. Or I'll book it on a lot ahead of time. But right. This one, no. You got to get, like, a membership. And if you do pay by class, it's, like, 60, 70 bucks per class. Yes. I'm, my life better change. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like I might as well get a trainer if I want to do it. Pay oh, much most for definitely. A most definitely so, trainer right. status. Mm. 300 Yeah. For you to just, I mean. For a group. I mean, after, like, a couple of classes, you're not teaching me anything. You're like, not, literally. You're just leading me right now. Well, that's crazy. I was shocked, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we can save all that for a different conversation, Definitely. but I really, really, like, for real, I really appreciate you mm-hmm. for talking with me today and talking to the people and really giving them informative information. Yeah. Um, now they can follow you on social media. Yes, Melanie you know, underscore popping. Yes. <laughs> You're a little comedian on Instagram and what is it, Reels? No, Reels is on Instagram. Reels on Instagram, TikTok, you know. TikTok. I was going to ask you, did you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok. It's still Melinda Poppin, uh, RDN. Same, same 
same thing. But I I feel like I'm more on Instagram than TikTok anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, I still don't have a TikTok. <laughs> I'm probably gonna. I'll try. I mean, I heard it was addictive. It is, but. I'll, I'll get a TikTok. Mm-hmm. It can be very addicting. But there's a... I mean, it's so weird how there's actually, like, some really good videos on there that actually teach you stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I can come to laugh and learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I appreciate you, friend. <laughs> um, now they know how to follow you. And... Oh, that ebook. Mm-hmm. Okay, 25 bucks. 25 bucks. You know, I bought your ebook. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I haven't gone very far, but I need to get on it, okay? That was just pure lazy. But I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Read that thing, I'm telling you. It's good. And I, it's not as, it's really not crazy long, too. I wanted to keep it kind of on the short end. Mm-hmm. It's got different pictures, so it kind of looks lively, not just words, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Please do not forget forget to follow your girl, Isosa. Um, and also, I just want to give a shout out, like I always do, to everybody that always gives constructive criticism, that shows love, share uh, the podcast. I love you guys so much. And stay tuned for my next episode. Bye.